Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the TFL Podcast. It's week one, baby! Yes! Oh, NFL is here. Oh, NFL my goodness, is Rowan. Here. I've been waiting so long. Arch, it's good it. to talk to you. Oh, I don't know How what to do you? with myself. I'm just doing all sorts here. <laughs> Mate, this, this Thursday night football game. Yes. Kicking off uh, tomorrow morning for us here in Australia. I can't wait. I will be working, but not, and I will... Oh, look, I'm just super excited. It's Brady and Prescott. Yes. They're healthy. It's good to see. I'm just, oh, I'm just really, really, really excited. It's going to be great. Uh, place of DFS. It's going, yes. to be, it's going to be really, really good. Oh, I so, can't believe it. I'm very excited. It's, uh, <laughs> yep. oh, I'll just take a breath. I, know, a breath. I don't even know what we're doing, to be honest. I've just that <laughs> deep in just wondering what's going to happen. Um, I've, you know, probably I've gone blind looking at DFS uh, pricings and picks and I've already got too many lineups and too much of my bankroll in there. Didn't listen to anything that anyone's told me over the last couple of weeks about taking it easy. Oh, bring it on. Uh, it's going to be good. It's all right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll measure up. We'll level out as we, as we go through the season. But yes, yes, yes it's yes, exciting. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, if you're on the live stream, yes. fantastic to see you. Uh, but you can also catch us, everybody else, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. We have a Patreon at the TFL Podcast, and we have our website, thetflpodcast.com, where you can see our mm. uh, draft rankings uh, for the year ahead. Uh you know, soon to be irrelevant because we're going to start putting numbers next to names and it's going to be really, really exciting. Mm. Uh, you can also leave us five-star reviews. Of course you at, can. At uh, Apple Podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate that. And please, l- tell your mates about us. Yes. We would love to uh, talk to more people and get to know more people in the fantasy world, mm. uh, especially if you're in, you're in Australia. That'd be fantastic. Arch. What's been happening with you, mate? Are you, we just we're just all excited. I oh, know. But I mean, anything else? I mean, we, draft city happening last weekend, wasn't it? So, oh yeah, I, I had back to back Friday, Saturday night drafts. They were some of the great nights of the year, um, especially my Friday night. Uh, look, it was it was my birthday. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself. So let's just say that, and uh, oh, just getting getting your mates together. You know, I mean, obviously, commiserations to the east coast of Australia. You weren't able to do your live drafts, uh, most likely. Um, but, um, yeah, hopefully next year you guys get a good good uh, crack at that. But, man, oh, they're just so much fun, aren't they? 100%. It yeah. was so good to just be in the room, have the banter, yes. have a go at people for for their picks, you know, yes. it's just a cliche. Baseless oh. uh, aggression. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's just the old, oh, he's, oh, let me turn the page on my, on my uh, draft <laughs> sheet here to find that guy that you just drafted. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. you throw it out, you have a go, That's and it's perfect. good fun. So, nah, really good stuff. Yeah. I embraced the zero RB yeah, in my you, drafts. Yeah, you really did. Uh, or or a really hero. You, you're, you often, I, I tell you what, in the TFL, the, the league that this, Humble Pod is named after. You got Kamara at pick four, and that just that ruined my night. I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> ruined my As night. it should have. Oh. It made my night. Oh, yeah. Kamara at four. It was an absolute oh. dream. I was like, nah, going to have to hit, pick here between Henry and Zeke. And yeah. no, number three goes ahead and uh, takes Henry for me. Uh, so, Kamara, take- thank you very much. Um, I'll take the whole Saints offense yeah. for that pick. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> wrapped up all my drafts today. Had my my um, staff student uh, draft going. Finished that at lunch. That was good fun. Getting a whole bunch of kids that uh, first time into it. Just um, yeah, helping That's them draft about, well right? it was good. So no, yeah, lots of fun. It's I love that. Love yeah. seeing new people enter into yeah, the fray. Yeah. It's very very fun, and you get to be part of that and watch their. I don't know, their, their enjoyment just mm. for the first time. It's fantastic. Uh, so it's good fun. And look, now we get to head into week one. Now we get oh, to see man. the stats. We get to see the rushing yards and receiving yards. Passing. Just go next and make points. Just, just finally just know what the teams were planning all this offseason and oh, you that's know, right. show how wrong we all were in predicting <laughs> what we were predicting. But, yeah, uh, no, right. no, no, oh, I just can't wait. College football started as well on the weekend. The Mighty Turfs. As I'm wearing the ger- the jersey, jersey Guernsey. They got their win. Oh, man, over West Virginia. Sucked in. Uh, great. <laughs> what a great win to start the season. 
Oh, good stuff. Yeah, I watched the Ole Miss game, on, uh, the, which was the Monday night football game for the weekend. <laughs> that was great. Man, the Ole Miss offense was on fire and the defense had stepped up big time from last year. Anyway, we're not here to talk about yes. college football. We're here to talk about the pros and we're going to jump into some news. So let's jump in right now. News and notes. We're going to start off with something that... Yes. Pains me deeply. Oh no! Oh no! And that is that Austin Eckler has some sad music to play. <laughs> look, it's he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and that yeah. is very sad. He's missed practice on Wednesday. It's not a good sign. He's got some time to get back up, but look, this might be we're going to see a, a RBBC running back mm. by committee. In who's, for, who's in charge? Who's of the land. one to add here? Is there one to add, or do, are you just going to avoid the mess? Look, it's a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> I mean, as a zero RB, I think I need to focus on something here, but yeah. it's so hard to pick. Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson are both there, and they'll probably just get, a, I don't know, about maybe 12 carries each. Yep. Larry Roundtree might come in to catch some passes. Ah, oh, It's it's really hard to tell. I mean, there's been Justin Jackson truthers for a long time, but I've yep. just never quite seen it. So no, it's a tricky one. It's yep. a really tricky one. It's, it's probably going to be a wait and see, and then if Eckler – you know, sticks it out for a while or stays out for a while, then you might have to jump yeah. on board. Do Justin we have any Jackson idea of how long in. he's out here? No, it's just, it's the first day we heard of it today. Yep. So going to be interesting. Anyway, so keep an eye on that situation. Yep. AJ Brown, he was absent for practice Wednesday, but it was just a rest, you know, come on, get ready for <laughs> AJ Brown and Julio Jones just to Ooh. tear the Cardinals to shreds. Yep. Like this is this is gonna be a huge matchup. We'll talk about this matchup a bit later on. Anyway, yeah. Brown's locked in. Yes, yes. Don't worry about Brown. Yeah, he's in. Uh Kenny Golladay was limited in Wednesday's practice as well because of a hammy. Look, Saquon Barkley and Kadarius Tony were also limited. Well, it was a pretty lengthy injury report. The Denver DST is gonna have a field day potentially, mm. really, if you if you're looking at this. So like if Golladay misses this. Like that's that hurts, but he might play. But even then, he's missed a lot of time in the off season with, uh, without getting to know his his yep. quarterback, and so it's gonna be, I don't know. Like the Giants just look a bit like a dumpster fire oh. at the moment. New York does, doesn't it? Oh, I guess Jets are on the up. Um, but yeah, no. Look, I really part of me really wants something good to happen to Daniel Jones just to see something, but it's not looking good. Uh, to start, the no, season. it's not. No, it's it's not. I think some people were hoping that maybe Galladay would be like the digs to the Allen for for Daniel Jones, mm. but Galladay hasn't had the off season to to make that happen. So, no. but hey, look, who knows what's going to happen by week five? But we'll just have to wait and see. DeAndre Swift was a full participant in Wednesday's practice. That is a good sign. Mm. Dan Campbell said he was definitely playing the opener against the 49ers. He's got a split work with Jamal Williams yes. still, but that's a good thing. If you're a Swift drafter, then you're you're happy with this and you probably went in knowing that you're probably not going to get a great week one out of him. Yeah. But if he survives this week, if he survives the 49ers, which are a great D anyway, so you're probably hesitant to play Swift yep. just because of that. If you get through this week, you, you're then moving into a space where he can be the main guy. So I think... This might be one of those things where you he- you're hesitant at the draft, but you yep. you you get through week one and then he's great from from there on out. And he, what do you think, Arch about Swift? Yeah, look, uh, I guess if you drafted him, what if you probably drafted him in the maybe the third fourth round? Um, you you're probably hoping that you've got another wide receiver that you could maybe start in week one. I'm I'm just out on him this week. I just I can't see with a groin injury that they're going to give him a big workload when they've brought in Jamal Williams. Nah. I just don't see it. No, that's fair. That's fair. We have Chris Godwin. He was left off the final week one injury report. He's going to play tomorrow night. That's a good thing. I think you're going to get a wide receiver two yep. performance out of Chris Godwin tomorrow night. Potentially, you could see Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown all go off against this Dallas secondary. So it's going to be a big night for receivers tomorrow. I'm really excited about yep. that. Curtis Samuel. Yes. He pulled up on a route in practice and is on the sideline or was on the sideline working with the trainers. That's a, you know, a DNP on the day for the, for the practice <laughs> there. Curtis Samuels, you know, a lot of upside 
but that makes it tricky. Yeah. And he's kind of had a bit of a, he's battled through the off season. So yep. not loving Curtis Samuel here at the moment. I feel like it's a, I need to see uh, one good training reports yes. and two get on the field, mate. Yeah. So in the meantime, you've got guys like Diami Brown, Adam Humphreys, uh, that's going to be potentially benefiting if Curtis Samuel is missing. So, and of course you've got Terry McLaurin, who's a, a yep. you know, a jet set wide receiver one in this league. What do you think of Curtis Samuel long term, Arch? Uh, look, you you got to think that I mean, you look at Fitzpatrick uh, behind under center. He's not shown that he loves using you know tight ends as much. So I think he needs that wide receiver too. So I think Curtis Samuel is the play, but yeah, yeah we just need to see him working. I guess we like a lot of the situations. We just need to see it with this week, don't we? So much to learn this weekend. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, wrap up the news here with Evan yeah, yeah, Ingram. Yeah. Not expected to practice Wednesday. No. Uh, putting his week one status in serious doubt. I mean, he was no already in doubt in my, in my mind anyway. Just not interested. <laughs> no, that's right. So, look, number of other things, to guys, to keep it on yes. track of. Carson Wentz, full participant, so that's a great How thing. How good is that? Ramondre Steven- Yeah, it's good. Ramondre Stevenson dislocated his thumb last Ooh, week in practice. Damien Harris, so, uh, hello. Hey, I'm yeah, a bit of James White there as well. So... <laughs> Keep that interesting. Uh, Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay expected to see most of the work in a run-heavy Texans attack. Mm. Uh, sure, whatever, don't care. <laughs> Dami Amendola was signed by the Texans just after you know they cut Kiki QT. Yes. So, all right, sure, <laughs> let's replace a young guy with a really old one. Not a problem. <laughs> what are Bell, they doing over there? Oh, seriously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. Oh my gosh! Just to avoid the Texans at yes. all costs this year, unless you want to play against them yeah. in DFS. Oh baby! Oh yeah, Lev Bell signed to the practice squad of the Baltimore Ravens, so that means nothing. I just mm. I want people to know that. Yeah, it just means nothing. What does? Okay, Le- Lev Bell signing to the Ravens. Yeah, I just right. don't think it means it. I don't even think it means anything. Although Justice Hill did get released. Yeah, I did see that. So you're so, telling me that Tyson Williams. Is gonna get in front of Le'Veon Bell. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Gus Edwards is a clear one, and I don't think there's gonna be anyone that can properly mm. challenge him in that space. I think Lamar. It's a Lamar and Gus Edwards show. I yeah. can't see Lev Bell having a decent, like a big negative impact on what Gus and Lamar are gonna be able to do. Uh, look, I, that's where I sit. I, I, I think they will work him. I think the rules are with how um, players can jump off practice squad and jump back on um, on the you know, on game days, I think that I think they're going to use that. And I think Lev Bell actually is going to do okay. Obviously, I don't think, obviously it's the Gus show, but I think you were going to see more of Lev Bell than maybe what you're, what you're alluding to. Uh, look, maybe, but I'm happy to. Oh, I mean, we're just not all going to, we're just not going to touch him though. (laughs) So it's it's fine. That's right. You're not going to pick him up. It's more about the impact on the other guys. That's, that's what the concern is. And then we'll finish off with Latavius Murray. He is now an unsigned free agent because he wasn't going to get paid what he wanted to get paid. Yeah. So, so, so is she, he surely lands somewhere, do you think? Yeah. Well, look, if this look, this Eckler injury mm. is interesting because Latavius Murray could, I think, could slot in there yep. and be the clear t- like two behind Eckler. So I think he could come in and play a decent yep. role. So I wouldn't be dropping him just yet if he's on some of your some of your teams. That's for sure. I don't like that. So, like that. Yeah, that's good. That brings us to the end of the news for today as we look forward. But first, let me yes. tell you, did you know that we have AFL finals? We have NFL week one. Oh, so much everything, action. Everything is heating up. Oh, so is the action oh, at DraftKings. Want to get on the action? I draft do. your team? Stay yes. within the cap? Yes, you do. And watch your favorite players rack up the points, draft the right squad, and you could take home millions in prizes mm. thanks to our partnership with DraftKings. Get ready for the upcoming NFL season by having a crack at our uh, AFL finals games as well. But hey, look, we're all just, it's NFL week one. Let's be oh, honest. That's what so, we're looking at. That's what we with A little so bit if- of AFL sprinkled on top. Yeah, that's right. If you're new to DFS, no worries. It's super easy. Here's how yes. it works. Create your draft. 
DraftKings account at dkng.co slash TFL and yes. make your first time deposit. Then join a contest in the lobby, pick your players, make sure you stay within the $50,000 salary cap, then sit back and watch your players try to climb the leaderboard for your shot at massive prizes. So what are you waiting for? Think you have what it takes to beat us? Yes. Well, get in on the action and test your sports knowledge. Enter now. Global contests. Entry fees and prizes are in US dollars, not available to residents of South Australia. Terms and conditions apply. 18 plus gamble responsibly. Think about your choices. Call Gambling Help 1-800-858-858-www.gamblinghelponline.org.au. Eligibility restrictions apply. See au.draftkings.com for the details. Oh, look, and our good, we've got our first DraftKings contest field already. Our 20-man oh, so week one contest with some of you guys. Uh, yeah, pumped. If you missed out on that. Bring it. Um, We'll have another one. So um, next week, get on that. But yeah, use our link. That helps the the pod uh, absolutely. So if you ha- if you're not a member, get on join get on and join DraftKings through that. But other ways you can help the pod is jumping on our Patreon. Look, we just love your support. We love that you listen to us. One way to take that a little bit further is just to throw two bucks Australian a month our way via Patreon. Uh, what you get with that is uh, we will share our cash game lineups of DFS uh, each week uh, to, to our supporters on Patreon. And uh, Rowan, we're going to start a little Discord yeah. community where um, hey. we can talk together about DFS and talk about ideas throughout the week. If you want to just know what we're thinking as we're building our lineups, um, that's one way you can get involved with that. So join up on Patreon, less than the cost of a cup of coffee, uh, patreon.com slash the TFL podcast. Fantastic. Yes. Please do. We would love to see you there. All right, Arch. Guess yes. what? What? It's week one. This is the episode we just make lots of grunting noises because oh. out of excitement. Oh, mate. We don't Look, really and how, how can you not get excited when you hear a bit Ooh. of NFL primetime coming your <laughs> way? Yes. Oh, not wrong. Not wrong. All right. For the listeners, yes. we're jumping into our regular season format. For so, me. what we're going to do. And fear. (laughs) (laughs) The way we'll run it is that we're going to jump in and we'll give you some of our favorite positional plays just in general for the week. Who do we like? Mm. And we'll inject. That's for redraft as well as, you know, Dynasty and and DFS. Like that's kind of just, we'll give you some general plays that we really like. Yes. People that aren't at the top of, you know, of the ECR, people who that are questionable for whether you're going to start a system. So we'll give you yep. some thoughts around that as well. And then we'll have as well a key segment that we're, we're going to talk DFS. We're going to talk yes. about our stacks of the week, um, our cash game plays, mm. and a few of those dart throws as well that we need in, in those lineups as well. So we'll get to that a little bit yep. later on. Let's just start off by talking about some of our favorite plays this week. Yes. And we're going to start off in a running back. And I'm going to tell you, we'll alternate here, Arch. So I'll give one, you give one, I give one, sure. you give one. Yep. So... It's it's soon. Uh, I just had to start off with someone who's playing in the in t- Thursday night football, and that's that's Zeke. I honestly, at running back, think Zeke is a decent play this week. I know we we might be afraid. We might be yes. considering the Tampa Bay defense and how good it was against the run last year, and it was. It was really really good. Now, something though I found was that intrigued me a lot was that Tampa Bay gave up the most running back receptions last year. Over the whole mm. year, 101 receptions were given to running backs. And if you're playing half PPR or PPR, then, hey, guess what? That's a good thing. So Zeke yep. is the clear workhorse. Yes. Pollard is not coming in for third downs. That's That, that doesn't yeah. exist in the Cowboys offense. So, yes, Zeke is going to be, one, the only guy getting volume. And even if he's going to get a bit stymied by yep. the Tampa Bay defense, I honestly think that, Zach will use him in the passing game as he always has been. Yes. And there's room for that. There's room for something to be happening there. That's that creates space. We know that Zeke, when healthy, when playing with Dak, can be explosive, can be consistent in that space. I honestly like Zeke this week. And yep. I know some people are like, you know, obviously I said like the start decisions and whatnot, but 
If you're playing Showdown and you're yep. listening to this before then, then he's a good play this week. I think he's going to be contrarian because people yes. are going to be a bit afraid. So <laughs> I like Zeke if you're playing DFS. And I think really I just want to affirm that if you drafted Zeke, I think you made a good choice. Yeah, Tampa Bay will not be too big of a task for Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. Anyway, there no. you go. There's, there's one of my running backs that yep. I like this week. No, I like that. Arch. Uh, look, I... Uh, I've got to go pure volume and a bit of a homer pick here. Dalvin Cook, I think, against Cincinnati, how can you not go past the big man? He will single-handedly destroy the Bengals this week. Um, <laughs> on the ground, in the air, he's got it all, I think. Uh, I mean, obvious, it's an obvious call, but you know, when we talk it about is. DFS, though, it, we're also factoring in the fact you know other people are going to play him. He's expensive as well. I think for your cash game lineups, you've just got to go all in on on Dalvin this week. Yeah, no, big fan. Now the guy that I think some was being drafted around the seventh, yeah. sixth, seventh round. I annoyed for you most this, redraft leagues. I annoyed you wrote this one down. This was probably one of my picks, and I I got a feeling you saw it when I po- sent you my you know my cash game lineup the other night, and you saw him sitting there. So <laughs> I'm going to claim this one. Go on. Oh, go away. I'm <laughs> the one that drafted him more than you. Anyway, Raheem Mostert. Yes. Right? He's still number guy. one. Yes, he is. At, in San Francisco, he's coming in healthy, and which he is lo- rare. He looked good. But he, he looks great. He plays with the number one run team in the, in the NFL, essentially. Yes. And he's playing the against the worst running back points per game uh, team in Detroit. Mm. So this is a guy as well that needs maybe 10 carries and can give you 70 yards and a touchdown, if not yep. more. So Mostert is, I think, in line for a really solid workload. These guys are going to, like San Francisco is going to get in front. They're going to run down the clock. Mostert's going to be a part of that. Yes, Trey Sermon's going to be a good play as well. But who's going to get first touch? Mostert is, if you're, question, you should be questioning Mostert. Just, just play him. He's going to be awesome this week. I yep. think he can be a top 12 back this week. No, and I think we've already talked about it. Gus Edwards is, is just a lock in this week. Um, yes, they've signed Lev Bell, but he's only just signed. I don't know if he, is he even available. I know they've got to clear certain protocols with COVID and whatnot. So um, potentially is only joining the team uh, with, um, you know, team activities uh, fairly yeah, right. late. Um, so, you know, Gus Edwards to the moon and back uh, this week. Yeah, love Gus. We're going to move to wide receivers and Devonta Smith yes. is really skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard but, over the off-season. Just a few times. Right. Just heard it a little bit. What's that? What's that? Oh, BMI. Oh, we yeah, all, yeah. Yes, low BMI. Anyway, whatever. Look, I understand the, the argument here. But Devonta Smith is the most one of the most elusive yes. wide receivers in the NFL, and he hasn't even played a proper mm. snap yet. He is so elusive. He's playing Atlanta, and Atlanta are trash. <laughs> well, at least they were last year. I mean, they've brought in a few guys, a few veterans, and yep. they brought in a new defensive coordinator, a guy who uh, was pretty solid as a, as the DC over in Tennessee uh, a while back. However. A team takes a while to change, mm-hmm. and I think Devonta Smith can make the most of this. I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game yep. because neither defense is good. So Devonta Smith is going to get looks. He's going to get opportunity. I would not be surprised if he breaks off a 50-yard touchdown. This is a game where Devonta Smith can outrun everyone on the opposition, yep. and uh, I'm a big, big fan of Devonta Smith this week. No, no, uh, and it's just... It, it's a game, I think, it's a real stackable game. We'll, and we'll get to that a little bit later in DFS. But will. Um, the, 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 I think the pace of play is going to be up. I think they're going to be having to air it out to keep up with Atlanta. Um, yeah. Sneaky side play would be a bit of Jalen Rager. But I think I'm going to lean true. towards the fact that they're probably going to, you know, want to wheel out their shiny new toy, their early draft pick, and show that they made the right call. So they'll – Did you hear he won a Heisman? Yeah. Oh, you won a Heisman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, you heard that? That little skinny guy. No. Yeah, that's they'll right. they'll look for ways to to that that so much design played around him. But you know, look, yeah. I hope to see a little bit of Rager as well. I really hope he comes along this year. Um Me too. Obviously, uh, we talk in uh, talk um I just realized I've gone back to back Minnesota here. But yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, they're playing the Bengals. They're that's playing okay. the Bengals. Uh the the Lara Bengals. Um 
they <laughs> you like that one? Um so That's we've got well Justin Jefferson, right? Of course yeah. everyone's gonna play him. Where I think As they should. there's a bit of leverage and who's shown that, you know, he can go huge early in a season is Adam Thielen. And I I mean, I I just see a two touchdown game just happening for this guy this week. And so... Um, well, he knows how to find it in the red zone. Absolutely. And <laughs> Cincinnati ain't going to stop him. Uh, so nope. I think, look, I th- like, I, I, I'm going to have a lot of Minnesota stacks in a lot of lineups coming this weekend. Um, just a little heads up on later in the, in the show. But um, I think Thielen is someone who's going to be overlooked because everyone's going to look at Justin Jefferson. Um, so play Thielen with absolute confidence week one. Yeah, I like that a lot. You've got so many there were so many question marks around Thielen as yeah. well coming in yeah. to draft season and all that. But at the end of the day, sure, he's old. And I understand there's you know, in Dynasty you're gonna try and get rid of him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, while he's still valuable. But here in in this week, right now, he has got every opportunity yeah. to to smash. And I think he's still he's in a really tight, uh tightly targeted duo. In Minnesota, mm. like it's it's clearly Jefferson and then Thielen. Like yep. these guys are going to get targeted a bunch this year, so no. he's going to have every opportunity to 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 continue to do what he's done. Mm-hmm. My other guy that I really like here is OBJ. Yes, he's coming in against the Chiefs, and this is purely like this is mm. game script. I mean, I'll never start in, in him. Way. I'll never draft him. I hate the guy, but go on. <laughs> he he didn't fumble and lose you a matchup in the dying seconds ever. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't anyway, a couple of years ago. that now. up too many times. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, OBJ's back. I think he's healthy. We've got a a high scoring game. This is a high scoring game between yes. Kansas City and and the Browns. But and are the Browns doing the scoring? Gonna, well, that's a good question. But I I think that like they have to score something. They were solid last year. Yep. They were good, and I think they probably worked out. Yeah, sure. There's the people that say, oh, they're better without OBJ and all that yes. kind of stuff. That's a joke. OBJ is a talent. He hasn't <laughs> been super healthy. He hasn't yeah. had the good opportunities. And we're stepping into a season now where he actually could. Well, he has the opportunity. He has a clear path yeah. in front of him to being relevant. And Baker Mayfield is, I honestly think he's getting better. Like he, he is yeah. continuing I'll, to step up yep. to the plate. And we're looking at so, year two of Kevin Stefanski's offense. That's um, right. And. OBJ not being there for year one, he's having to come in and fit with them now. So, um, you know, hopefully a little bit of humble pie comes his way and he he, he actually steps up and and does the team first thing and and works works for them. For sure, I I just think he's he's in line for, uh, you know, he's in line for a potential touchdown for sure. Yeah, potentially at least I'd say seventy plus yards easy. Yep. So I like OBJ this week. Go for it, um, Brendan Ayuk. I mean the guy. Ooh. Tasty. The man, the mountain. Um, who's he playing? Oh, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> like, and what's Jimmy G going to need to do? He can't run. He's not Trey Lance. I, did, I was listening. Oh, side side note. Let's just pause the podcast. Um, I, I listened back last week. I was saying Trey Lance. I never had said really? Trey Lance <laughs> in my life, but I did on the last week's pod. There you so go. He decided to be a proper Australian, Trey South Australian. Yeah, real South Australian <laughs> there. Anyway, Trey Lance. Um, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then I said it again. I'm just, oh, man, that's gross. Anyway, so Trey Lance is not obviously playing. Chip on the chip on the finger. Probably going to be a few weeks before we see any sort of quarterback controversy. So what's Jimmy G going to have to do? He's going to air that ball out. He's going to look to dominate because he's got a job to keep, Rowan. And so yes, he does. Ayuk against Detroit, like what do you think? A 30-point drubbing here? Yeah. Is this what we're looking at? Yeah. So look, there's going to be lots of obviously lots of kiddo in that game, but Ayuk, oh man, I would love him this week. He's just a great wide receiver. Love yes. Ayuk all around. Quarterbacks that I really like Trey this Lance. week. First one. No, not Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Trey Lance a lot. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dear. It's not him. It's the other guy that runs. Oh, not the other guy. Oh, the other guy that now. runs. Yeah, that's right. It's Jalen Hurts up against Atlanta. Last year, Atlanta gave up nine top 12 QB performances. Mm. And Jalen Hurts is a is a good QB. Let's just say, say that. All right. Yeah. Let's He's a good QB. Anyway, so I think Hertz, he's, like I said, with DeMonta Smith, it matches, it works. We're going to talk about this stack in a little bit, but 
We'll say it now. Hertz is my yes. I love QB. I love him. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, look, it's going to be a great one year of starting that you're going to have Philadelphia before they move on from him. Um, I'm going to go to my second guy because I just I, I I must have done. <laughs> I filled in this sheet. I think in little pockets of time throughout the day, and I've just realised now what no, I've done. You have to no. You have to do the first guy. You, you have, have to do the first guy. <laughs> you have to. I'm such a it's, a it's a pattern now. Uh, I'd be disappointed I'm, if you did it. <laughs> go on, Kirk Cousins. My goodness, just Minnesota mad. Uh, look here we are. Uh, look, I can't deny it. They're playing. It's a great matchup. I'm a cousin's apologist at best. Uh, my my dynasty opponents will attest to it. So I'm trying to flog him off for way too much as it is. Oh yeah. Uh, look, he's scored at least 23 fantasy points in two of his past three season openers. Comes out strong. All right. Uh, Bengals secondary. You know, it's going to be without Trey Wayne's. He's got a hamstring. He's just got Eli Apple to help. Uh, really, that he's that's all they've got to defend yep. uh, Justin Jefferson. And Adam Thielen. Like he's got weapons. They got a feast. He's got two gun receivers. He's got Dalvin Cook just to like dump it off to and a little bit of, you know, Conklin if he wants to, but he doesn't need him. He's got the weapons to just just slice and or dice. Yeah, for sure. I can't believe that the line for Cincinnati, Minnesota is three and a half points. Like that's it. They're favoring Minnesota by three and a half wow, points. I might like, just, I, that just does my head in. I feel my like- phone. Um, didn't realize that. <laughs> It's a, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, the other quarterback that I actually am quite keen on, and I know this is going to, like a lot of people are really unsure about this, and that is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold oh, yeah. is coming into an amazing situation. Yep. He's coming up this week, especially, he's coming up new, the New York Jets, yep. which is their first time playing uh, in the pros, like with their new uh head coach and Salah and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's, they're, they're new, they're fresh, they're going to make mistakes. I don't trust the New York Jets yet. They need to work their way into this. And here comes Darnold with the best skill players he's ever played Yes. With. Like ever. Ever. You've got the, the wide receivers are stacked. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, all three shown like, well, Terrace Marshall yet to show, but he everyone's hyping him up. He's looking But right. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love that. And he's got rapport with Robbie Anderson from from his time in the Jets as well. So hopefully we yep. can see the same boom after leaving the Jets that Robbie Anderson experienced. He's got Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Oh, what's that? One of the best running backs yes. in the game, one of the best passing, uh, receiving running backs in the game. Oh, sure. I'll just chip it off to you and gain 30 yards. No worries. Awesome. So he's got yards that are being made for him mm. by everyone on the team. Yep. He... He's playing the Jets, so he's, they, they'll score. Yes. 100%. Yep. And, okay, Dan Arnold's even a decent pass catcher. Yes. Yeah, tight end. So, look, everything is lining up mm. for Darnold. He's got to watch out if for those fails, pesky ghosts. Yeah, that's right. But if he fails, sure, I'll wear it and yep. he's going to have – He's you know, he won't be seen as a good quarterback. That's fine. But yep. if he's going to make the most of it, he was drafted really high. He's still really young Yes, as well. very young. Yeah, look, so, no, I like look, that. Yeah, I like Donald. Yep. Uh, speaking of young quarterbacks, old Ter- Trevor Lawrence, um, Woo. wouldn't really get that ex- like you know, f- rookie quarterbacks are hard to trust as it is. Um, but what we're looking at here is someone who is just playing Houston. Really, <laughs> <laughs> this is. I feel this is going to be common every week. Oh, who's playing Houston? <laughs> yes. Who's playing the Lions? Oh, these two teams. Look, yeah, whatever. Just um, play the offense on the yeah. other side. <laughs> and you know, you look at you know what do you need him to do? He's going to you know the guy can can move on the on his feet. You know, un, you know underrated. Well, no, I don't think he's underrated anymore. People know that he can move, but you know yeah, he's shown in the last preseason game eleven or twelve passes, one thirty nine yards, two touchdowns that. He, he he got himself into a lot of nice little bit of match form. Uh, admittedly, playing you know against the twos and threes, um, but he's coming up. I I think we're going to see one of the great rookie debuts against Houston. He's they're going to look make him look so damn good. It's going to be like he's playing against Appalachian State or something. Uh, <laughs> one of those cupcakes <laughs> that they they schedule in halfway Bishop through the Sycamore, other- perhaps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, no, no look, uh, he, no. Uh, DFS as well. I'm uh, I'm pretty keen to throw him in a few lineups as well. 
Yeah, look, a Jacksonville stack is definitely mm. on the cards, that's for sure. Finally, some tight ends. I like Higby. He's coming in as a solo tight end. Yes. Stafford, we know he can give great supply to a tight end. Bears gave up second most points per game to tight ends last year. So wow. looking at that all around, Higby is in a spot where he needs to be able to take hold of that opportunity. They got rid of Everett. Here he is, first game yep. up against a pretty a defense that leaked points to the tight end. So uh, I think Higby's a real solid play yep. this week. No, I agree. Uh, look, I'm I'm going to go back to the well of last year and how much I was into John O. John O. John o. Smith. Oh, you love John O. Smith. I last did, year. and I was so disappointed in the off season. How what happened? Well, you know, I think ever all the John O. Smiths truthers were like, "Aha! Look how much money he just got signed for." And then a day later, uh, under Henrik gets another gets a deal with the same team. You're like, "Oh, I don't know what to think now." Um, but really, like. Hunter Henry's got his shoulder concerns at the moment. He's not 100%. I think this is the week Jono Smith, he's got a chance to really just solidify his space as the the major pass-catching tight end. Um, Mac Jones, being the named quarterback, I think helps that as well. Um, he's going to offer that little bit of a security blanket for him if he needs it. Um, I like Jono. Yeah, good call. My second guy, look, I'm going to take your spot here, Arch, mm. and do the, uh, yes. the, four, the foursome from... Minnesota and Conklin. They're a good option he this week, aren't they? You can't deny the Vikings this week. No, I can't. And here's you. the thing with Conklin. Yes. Irv Smith Jr. is gone. Kyle yes. Rudolph is gone. Well, Irv Smith Jr. is injured. Chris Herndon. Here comes Chris Herndon. Nah, stuff Chris Herndon. <laughs> Conklin knows the offense. Yes, he right? does. He's there. He knows the offense. He scored touchdowns in Rudolph's absence last year. Cincinnati gave up the sixth most points per game to t- tight ends last year. If you're playing DFS as well, he's a great mm. punt pick. I, I think uh, if you're going like you clearly are, Arch, <laughs> yes. with a Minnesota stack, then I think Conklin is the perfect yep. tight end to place in that stack as well. So yep. now Conklin, and in redraft, I think Conklin offers upside and we might see, we just might see him hit a top 15, mm. top 12 tight end performance this week and I don't know people might be itching to get them off the waivers next no. week. We'll see. Look, I, I can see myself in like, you know, like one of those 50 cent micros or or five cent little dime or what's the nickel and dime? Yeah. I don't know. One of, yeah, one of yeah, them's five cents, one of them 10 cents. I don't know, you stupid American coins. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I could see myself just running through different variants of the Minnesota, you know, double stacks and onslaughts here and just, just you know, picking, picking probably, you know, two or three. With cousins each, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a lot of lineups that way. Our second tight end, as I ramble, uh, Jasicki. Same game, so I've got uh, I've got the two uh, Johnny yeah. Smith and Jasicki facing off against each other. Um, I think this is a game where uh, New England are going to put a lot of pressure on Tua, and so Tua's gonna not have the time he properly wants. So who's he needs someone to dump it off to? Uh, and you know, is that going to be a Miles Gaskin or is it going to be Jasicki? And so I'm I'm going to bank on Jasicki here that he's going to have some production uh, this week. Yeah, no, I like that call. Fair enough. All right, there you go. There's some of our favorite players mm. for for the week ahead, and you can kind of already get a feel for the games that we're most excited for and where we think there's going to be a lot of points for <laughs> games so- or game. <laughs> One game seemed to keep coming up that time. No, that's, that's a good one there. We're going to talk about them in a second. But f- we're going to start talking about yes. uh, some DFS here. So let's let's jump into cash, all right? Cash is where we want to trust volume. Mm. If you listen to our DFS 101 episode with Matthew Betts, go and and we'll stop now. Listen, go back yeah, and yeah. listen to it. That'd be great. No, no, and no. Then come back. Finish it off, this episode off, then go back. Then listen to this again uh, <laughs> with that in mind. I assume you've got the time. Yeah, of course, everyone's got three hours up their yeah, sleeve. Yes, they do. That they, that's right. So anyway, go back and listen to Matthew Betts and our chat with him. Uh, it was great to talk cash lineups yes. with him and, and think about what are we looking for. So we're looking for volume. We're looking for high uh, projected totals when it comes to uh, the lines and all that kind of stuff. So looking for that in our cash play. So let's we're going to run through each of the positions here from quarterback all the way down to DST, which just to let you know, it will probably be the cheap ones. Yes. Um, but we're going to start with quarterback and my qu- cash play at quarterback for the week. And I think it's going to be super highly owned. This is, he's going to be everywhere. Yes. But he's super safe and it's Kyler Murray. He's 
7,600 on DraftKings. He's 16,240 on Draft Stars. Tennessee gave up the fifth most DK points to quarterbacks last year. So he's in, a, in line for a good spot. If you remember before the injury last year, he was on track for the most fantasy points ever. Yes. Like just ever. So that was, I think, weeks one to 10. Yep. He was on track for the most fantasy points ever. He came back from the injury and was a bit banged up, obviously, and he was a bit hesitant. Yep. So that played played uh, a role. But here he is, fresh off season. He's got all his weapons. He's got a new weapon in Rondell Moore. And Chase Edmonds and James Conner are going to tag team in the backfield there. Kyler Murray's set. I think he mm-hmm. is. You can't go into this week playing cash without some lineups with Kyler Murray. Now, just just st- for information's sake as yes. well, if you're an Aussie listener here, Draft Stars have actually changed their scoring to match DraftKings. They've added in the three point bonuses yep. for 100 yards receiving and rushing, and 300 yards passing as well. So, looking at look at that. So, when we're talking points here, if you're playing Draft Stars in Australia, then don't worry, the points are the same. We're going. We're, it's all it's all much of a much just now, which is great. I think that's a good move by Draft yep. Stars. Makes it easier. Um, uh, we I talked about Hertz earlier, but he's also your cash pick yep. for the week. Yeah, obviously, you, you, he's not someone you're probably looking that is going to get those that 300 yard passing bonus, but he's all you know potentially has that chance to get it on the ground with 100 yards playing against uh, Atlanta. I think the pace of play is going to be up. They're going to have to keep up with a high passing volume uh, offense in Atlanta, um, and you know he's he's got two tight ends. Like I think for him, I mean, Ertz coming back. You know, under did he apologize or did someone apologize to him? I don't know. He's all happy now with being in Philly, uh, and so he's got two quality tight ends that he can use, as well as Devontae Smith that they're going to just work into the offense. Jalen Rager potentially is looking for a, a bit of a redemption story after a disappointing year one, mainly due to injury though. But so I think there's there's a path for him to do well. Um Miles Sanders, Boston Scott working the running game, allowing him also to then uh work his legs around that. Um I think that we're going I think we're seeing Hertz as someone with one of the higher floors uh going into week one. Um uh, but still with a decent decent ceiling as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I like Hertz a lot. Yeah. He's uh he's I think he's yeah Fairly safe, I yep. think. That's and what and you're he's one of the here. cheaper players. This like he's, so, you know, he's quite. Uh, what what is he at the moment? Um, uh, Hertz is sitting at sixty four hundred. Yeah. So when it comes to DraftKings, so you 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 know compared, you know, it's less than a thousand dollars, more than a thousand dollars less than Kyler Murray, and I potentially hasn't got that bigger difference in a range of outcomes. Yeah. What what intrigues me is that we put some ownership percentages from PFF yep. and they've got Kyler Murray sitting down at, oh, sorry, yeah, Kyler Murray at 12 and 12.8% and they've got Jalen Hurts sitting at 3.4%. Now, I know you're not looking for ownership too much here in cash, but if that's what they're going with even in GPPs, then I think Jalen Hurts is a great uh, play. Yep, we'll get absolutely. to the stack a little bit yep, later. Definitely. So my running back cash play is, we've mentioned before, Davin Cook, volume, they should win by good margin. They'll run into the ground. He <laughs> has a lot of upside. What I think as well, I think Dalvin Cook's a better play on draft stars this week. He's yep. only 16, 6, 20. So looking at that, he's uh, someone that I think uh, they've, whereas on draft Kings, he's 9,100. So he's, yes. he's quite up the top there, whereas he's sitting a little bit less on draft stars. So I like him a lot in draft stars, but either way, he's got all the volume. It's going to win. You. So. It's all all we care about. Yeah, about yeah he'll be running, running out backs. the clock. Uh, yeah, well, I've got a couple just in terms of you know who who's we're we're looking at volume kings for cash, aren't we? So, yeah. I think Joe Mixon is someone with a huge workload, um, and potentially you know, and we can save a little bit of uh, salary here. Um, you know, you compare him to a Dalvin Cook. He's six point two k, which is like almost three k under. Uh, twelve thousand, uh, twelve and a half thousand on draft stars. I think the values there, um, and the and the and the volume. Uh, I think he's a smash player. Uh, you know, second, and I think someone one of the chalkier plays this week is going to be James Robinson. I think, uh, obviously, especially on DraftKings where the pricing came out before a lot of the yeah. news. Uh, so um, look for, um, I guess, James Robinson to be used widely. Uh, 
I wouldn't want to use him too much in GPPs. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'd agree with that. Wide receiver cash play for me is DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Pairing that up with Kyler Murray. Again, Tennessee gave it the second most DraftKings points to wide receivers last year. He's 7,800, so he's near the top of that tree, uh, top of that list when it comes to the wide receivers. But yep. again, I think he's as safe as you can get when it comes to these premium uh, wide receivers. I know we talk Adams as well, like uh, Devontae Adams, mm. but I don't know. Something tells me just about that New Orleans game. It's it's a bit of a danger game, I think, for for, for mine. But uh, look, I'm, anyway. I'm all on uh, it. In I- terms of price... I think you're looking here at price, and I think yeah. you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins is is a great value. How, how does Devontae uh, Adams not score two touchdowns? Like, uh, yeah, you know, you're probably <laughs> right there, Arch. Like, uh, but either way, like DeAndre Hopkins is the fourth highest priced wide yeah. receiver, and he's got a shot at being in the top oh, two. Yeah, again, he's he's in a you know a high point total game. Um, you know, he's although he's not on the favored team. Uh, uh, but I think the correlation is still there to be a, a bit of a back and forth there. Um, talking about volume, um, Atlanta on the uh, – who's Atlanta playing? Philadelphia. Um, Philly. We've yeah. talked a little bit about Hertz, and I think potentially like a little bit of a correlation stack, even in cash, some, uh, would be quite nicely is a, if a, is a Ridley here, uh, Calvin Ridley. I think uh, right it's just the volume's going to be there, isn't it? Like, yeah. 100%. I mean, Kyle Pitts' hype is through the roof, but it's Calvin Ridley all day, right? And so you're going to see a lot of Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Pitts stacks, I think, out there. We'll get to stacks a bit later, but I think for Cash, who cares? You put Ridley in there, he's going to see the massivest volume you're going to see. On a cheaper Cash play, and we talked about him a bit earlier, I think Devontae Smith is is someone who I think a coaching staff – uh, who've, who've invested an early draft pick? They want him out there. They're going to use him, um, and, and it's uh, again like a high volume game. I think we're going to see a lot of Devonte Smith week one. Yeah, I like. I can't argue with either of those picks. Uh, tight end. If you're playing cash, honestly, Travis Kelsey paying up for him is is never bad. Yeah, and this week against the Browns, who gave up the fourth most DraftKings points to tight ends last year, I think is a smart play. It's it's just going to make you feel safe in your lineup knowing that you have Travis Kelsey out there and he has every chance to score two touchdowns in this game and put up 80 yards on the as well. So Travis Kelsey, there's not really much we need to say no, about no, it, but no, it's, I'm just going to roll with Travis Kelsey as my... <laughs> You're not going to be disappointed. The one uh, caveat I'd put on is that just to be careful playing, uh, I guess, fragile chalk and that's... You know, DraftKings, especially sure. week one, have put out all of these prices, you know, a month ago. And so yep. there's going to be a whole bunch of chalky wide receiver plays that people are thinking, oh, they're so cheap, we're going to play them. But really, the range of outcomes is quite wide. So, like, you know, I'm thinking like a Marvin Jones Jr., who I'm pretty high on this week. I mean, you're blind if you don't, you can't see that in his range of outcomes is a dud game. Like, he could just not see it. And so just be careful because if you go a Kelsey, you're going to have to probably play some of those uh, cheap wide receivers uh, out there. So just be careful there. Um, but I'm the same, like cash, it's Kelsey, but then Kittle uh, coming in, you know, a significantly amount cheaper uh, against Detroit. Yeah, 2000. 2000. Like against Detroit though, like I think uh, it's hard to go past the value there for me. Yeah, no, I think that's that's right. You, you've got Kittle as potentially the number one target yep. on that team, and coming up against a super easy opposition. Yeah, it's all, and it's, and let it, they don't need to score that much, I think, to to beat Detroit. And so I think running game is going to be huge for that game. But yeah, I think we either see an Ayuk or a Kittle just dominate there. Yeah, for sure. And I think as well when we think about these positions, sometimes we think of like dollars per point that we're playing that we're you know, um, playing with here. But you also need to think about just the positional victory that you might have yep. by having Kittle be the the second or third or, or like tight end, especially in cash. Mm. And the prices, I think, are like that $2,000 difference between Kelsey and Kittle is is substantial. You can yep. really help your lineup elsewhere in many, many ways. And you got to ask yourself, how likely is it that Kittle is the second best tight end on the week and 
how likely is it that he falls out of the top six perhaps it's super unlikely yeah. that that's going to happen like I think you're looking at someone yeah like you say who's really safe and not just in terms of the points that you're going to get for the dollars that you spend, but also just in terms of where he's ranked in tight ends, especially because it's just that onesie yep. spot as well. So, no, I like no, uh, I, here I, as well. I see myself this week starting, you know, building my cash game lineup with Kelsey in there as sort of like a placeholder. And if I yep. get stuck, I'll just downgrade a kid one and I'm going to be pretty fine with that. Yeah, for sure. I think for DST, again, I like punting it. I like going for those cheap yep. ones. I'm looking at the uh, where are the Jaguars? Oh, they're a bit higher up. No, Twenty seven hundred. I think that's still fine to pay for a yep. for a team that's coming up against Houston, the Houston Nobodies, <laughs> yes. uh, the Falcons as well. Like as much as we've been talking up Philly, there is a there is a play here. Yes, and this probably comes up more in GPPs, I suppose. But like, I think there's a play here for the Falcons to get a few sacks and potentially mm-hmm. a couple of turnovers. Like that's it's it's definitely in the range of outcomes. So their basement price at two thousand. But I think if I was going to pay up, then I think Jaguars at twenty seven hundred uh, is a decent play against the Texans. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Jags are in a whole bunch of my lineups. I think another one of uh, similar price point um, is the Bills. I think a lot of people are going to be thinking that that's going to be one of those real stackable games. I think this is a chance to get different uh, where the Bills could actually just hammer Big Ben and he doesn't have time to get the ball out. And so there's a chance that that could be a night. I don't think they're going to be very popular at all. I think that's a just a, just a way you can get a little bit different. For sure. All right, let's... Let's preview uh, our first. We got a new drop today. Oh yes, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I thought we'd just let the audience know what to expect here. So yeah. we got a new drop for our GPP yeah. stacks that we like. Yeah, yeah, work in progress as well. Everybody loves stacks. <laughs> just a little shorty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I like that. Here we go. Okay, so let's talk about one of the ones that we've mentioned yes. a lot, and that's Philly and Atlanta. It's a, I, like we've said, we don't need to go over this, but this is probably how I'll run it. Okay, I think. You're looking at Philly going like they're they're not favored to win. So I think if you're running with a Hertz stack, mm. then you're probably going up against ownership, and I think you can get some leverage with a Hertz stack. And I think yep. if you can put Hertz and Smith together and run that back with a a Ridley, then that's great. But yep. often we see the, the wide receiver two on the off the team go quite well as uh, also. So the Hertz Smith and Gage, I'm very happy to play those three. If you really think that Hertz can get some, like get the passing game going, then maybe you, you chuck in a, a Got it. Maybe you chuck in a Rager as well. Yep. I'm probably, I'm probably going to sit more on the side of Hertz and Smith and then a Falcons receiver. Uh, Pitts as well. I guess you could you throw him in there as well. But I think Ridley's, like we said, he's super safe in terms of the target volume yep. that he's going to get. He's going up against Darius Slay, who we've seen since moving to the Eagles has been pretty rubbish. So Hurt Smith Ridley, I think, is something I really like here. If, though, you're going to play and you want to go with the favorite team in terms of uh, the Falcons, uh, remember, Philly gave up the ninth most DK points to wide receivers yep. last year. So that's that's something to you know kind of rejoice about. Pitt's ownership is going to be high. Yeah, He's 4,400 as a tight roof. end. It's going to be so high. So if we're going to pivot off of this, and Arch, you've got this here as, as your kind of stack here. You're saying an under 2% stack. Like, that's huge. Yep. Get leverage on the pit type. Just go Ryan Ridley engage. Yep. That's it's it. really and straightforward. I th- and I think what's underutilized, the field l- stacking is the thing that everyone knows to do. But double stacking is something that allows you to be a little bit more ahead. Like, the correlation's really there for that double stack. So um, Ridley and Gage, I love playing that with Ryan. I think um, both can get there. Um, and you know, and then maybe choose one of the the Philly uh, receivers to to run that back with. But love, I'll definitely be having a couple Ryan Ridley Gage um, rather than instead of Pitts. I don't. I just yeah, I think Gage is is so cheap this week. I think that that that's a really good play. Yeah, no, I love that a lot. The other stack that we're looking at here, or it's a couple other stacks here: Pittsburgh and Buffalo. It's probably one that I want to look at here. They're, like, they're not the highest in terms of their projected totals, but these teams love to pass the ball. Yep. And both teams are solid against wide receivers last year in terms of their defense, but they're 
Buffalo were leading the way with in four wide receiver sets last year. They're going to push it out there. So mm. there's so many combinations that you can roll with here if you're going to put Josh Allen in as your quarterback and stack it up. The one thing that does, I guess, is the, the caveat is that Najee Harris being added to the Pittsburgh offense means that I'll probably side with Buffalo stacks because I don't think they – like if they, they want to run the ball. Yeah. And they couldn't do that last year. Their, their running backs were either trash or injured. And so Najee mm. Harris comes in. I think they're going to really – the offense will look different. Mm-hmm. So it's probably – if I'm going to stack here, I'm going to go with the Allen stack. Of course, I want Diggs. The next guy up, like if you're going to double stack it, Beasley or Gabriel Davis. Yep. Like that's the question mark. It, and that's me, the right? thing. There are so many different options. Like who is the wide receiver two for Buffalo? So one of the that's things right. I look forward to learning the most out of week one, who are we going to see? What are the snap counts? Who's getting targeted um, for that wide receiver two spot? Yeah. And then you run that back with Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool. Yep. Like I think that's – Deontay Johnson is probably the, the – as we know, he's a target hog from last year, so he's probably my favorite – uh, choice there. So yeah, I'll definitely uh, be looking to play and Allen Diggs, probably Beasley. I think Beasley he's, he's getting not much like, you know, every, all the talk about him was what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of negative because of all his Twitter work. Yes, so, but he's still super he, consistent last year and he's a PPR Allen, king. Yeah. So why, why, why not have him? Um, I'll tell you what, there's something about Juju in week one that's got me a little bit something. I don't know what it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, and I think it's obviously not cash, but in GPPs, no. the field's going to be going to Claypool and Deontay Johnson, right? It's true. I think Juju's not going to be owned very much. And if the, if this is a high-scoring game, you know, which, you know, where it's that 48.5 over on it. Now, um, I can't remember the exact stats, but, Games with the over under around that forty eight to fifty, more often than not, hit the overs. Whereas uh, games above fifty end up tending towards to hit the unders, which is an interesting stat in itself. And so we're looking at this game. You know, the likelihood is that it's going to be a high scoring game, um, and Juju could be like someone to just keep an eye on. That's going to give you leverage against the field. I don't know. There's just something about yeah. it. I don't, I don't, I've not drafted Juju anywhere. I'm not really a fan. Um, but if if the defense is concentrating efforts on Claypool in year two and Deontay Johnson, like it's, I don't know though. I think that potentially he's going to have that, you know, middle of the field type work just open and can maybe do what he used does best and that just hit those zone coverages, not worry about other players just and, yeah. and just produce. I don't know. Something, there's something there. Yeah. There is something there. Arch, uh, talk to me about Arizona and Tennessee. Uh, look, I think this is this is going to be a game that a lot of people are going to flock to. Um, obviously, with Kyler Murray, um, people are excited to play him. Um, but I think where I'm going to be different, I'm not going to be so heavy Kyler stacking. I think that's just going to be uh, the chalk. I think we're looking at, can I fit Tannehill in there? I think, obviously, he's going to have to keep up. Uh, with with the pace of play there, he's going to be super efficient like he was last year. He's got two gun receivers this year. Um, I think he's going to have a big day. Um, potentially one of your dart throw tight ends will be Ferkster this year, this week. And you're not going to play Ferkster without Tannehill. That would be stupid. No. If Ferkster has, no. has a good week, Tannehill's having a bloody good week. And so I'd be having a few Tannehill Ferkser stacks with uh, Julio or AJ Brown and um and then run it back with a little D hop. That's a nice little juicy stack. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. That's I think that's a great way to take leverage on the field. Like yeah. that's what we need to look for. If you're gonna win a GPP, you can't do it with all the chalk. Nah. You just can't. So a Tannehill stack, I think, yeah. is fantastic. Still want to hey, attack Billy these higher. Come out. Yeah, we still have to attack these higher over under games. Oh, this is fifty-two over over under. Only a minus three. Um, you know, and Tennessee is the favored team, and history says that the favored team's quarterback is the highest score in correlation play here. Um, but Kyler, Kyler's going to attract everyone. So I think Tannehill's a great option here that the field isn't going to give uh, enough credit for, to. So no. 
I love that. I think that's great. Just quickly, we didn't put it on the run sheet, but you did mention Minnesota Cincinnati a yes. lot. Yes, you're gonna, I did. You're going to play Minnesota stack, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? Like I can hear I, it. I am. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I mean, we've been there, haven't we? We've talked about that. So, yeah. And, and I think <laughs> probably what Who I'll do you be- run that back with? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's the thing. I'll probably have a few lineups where I'll, I'll cycle through. Um, Jamar Chaser, I'm going to be pretty much out on week one. I think the reports have just been so underwhelming. I'm not willing to give it a crack. Yeah, and look, if he comes out and shows, he's, it turns out he's a gamer, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. But, um, For sure. I think T. Higgins has that year chemistry uh, in the system. I think he's going to see it. Tyler Boyd as well there can get plenty of targets. Um, so it'll probably be one of those two running it back. Uh, potentially even Joe Mixon might just be the guy that I try to run it back with instead. Um, um, obviously, just the, they've got no one else <laughs> on their offense. No, that's so, right. Um, so he'll be there. And, and, you know, it's a revamped defense with Vikings. And so um, he, he, Mixon probably will be needed in the passing game a little bit more to um, just give Burrow that, um, you know, security. Yeah, for sure. No, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. We're going to – we got our last – Extra little drop here for yes. you. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about dart throws, Rowan. One of the two is my own secret dart that I use. I don't know where you pulled that from. I look, but, hey, I, we'll, I'll roll with it. I can't remember the movie, but it's, it clearly <laughs> sounds old. Um, <laughs> I found a website. Yes. I found a website where I could search movie quotes and I think their selection was limited because I got sure. sure. but uh yeah, I got all the all the stuff that was still in public domain. Yeah, that's what yeah, we were looking probably. for. But you know, I had good, good fellas on there for the last stack. So that's a you know, that's a big name movie, but yeah. Yeah, that's anyway, right. All right. So we're looking here. at Looking at we finished yet the cheapies. Bloody hell, we're an hour in. Uh, I know that's right. We'll run through these pretty quickly. Yeah, I've already yeah, mentioned darts. Conklin. Yeah, you like Herndon. that. Do you, gonna are go you going to play Conklin Herndon more? Look, I think no, I probably won't. But he's just there. I'm yep. surprised that Herndon's priced higher than Conklin. To be honest, well, I think at the time of Conklin, pricing, so he, cheap. Yeah, at the time that's of right. pricing, he was at New York. What though, wasn't he? So yeah, that's it. If I think if you want to get different in that Arizona Tennessee game. As well, Chase Edmonds is yeah. forty six hundred. Yeah, he's a really cheap DK play. Tennessee gave up third most receiving touchdowns to running backs last year. They gave five over the year, so that's equal third. Um, so there's every chance here that Chase Edmonds can do some work through the yep. air. And at forty six hundred, I think he's yeah, he, he's a cheap RB that can yep. really spike for you. And then lastly, you can't go. You can't talk about cheapies unless you're talking about rookie wide receivers and yes. Elijah Moore sitting there at 3000 for a cheap day, DK play. I don't mind that He one. could be second in targets versus yes. Carolina, especially if Crowder misses. So if you're going to play Carolina stack, yep. hey, a little Darnold with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, well, then maybe Elijah Moore is a little bit of a really cheap run back that can, yep. if this game and gets I, off the ground. And it, what was I, I was listening to something, but here where – he hasn't had any flashy preseason plays to like grab, uh, you know, some media attention. So he's just a bit of a uh, overlooked player that um, we shouldn't uh, overlook. So uh, my little dart throws, I've talked about him already, Russell Gage. Um, yep. I think that I don't think Pitts comes out week one and takes a Julio Jones role. I think it's, uh, you know, Gage with, with you know, his price uh, is super cheap as well. I can't, I don't have it right here. Do you have it wrong? For Gage, yeah, uh, his price is sitting somewhere on a spreadsheet that is not quite where I'm looking at <laughs> yes. the moment, unfortunately. <laughs> Look, he's he's pretty cheap, and I'm going to tell yeah, you, yeah, five that three, his price is five point three k. Found at the same time, but here's the thing: he's six point six point two k on draft stars, which. When you've That's got double, so that is like on like you're playing it's him at draft stars everywhere. Like honestly, that's too cheap. He'll probably be super highly owned in on draft stars. But oh, at I don't that know. Price, I, th- you I think can't go Pitts wrong. is just still the hotness. So, uh, um, I think Gage is <laughs> forgotten about. No, I'll be playing some of him. Um, I mentioned Juju as well. Like I said, uh, I forgot that I put him on the che- on, the, on the run sheet later. But yeah, I yeah, think that he's just someone that uh, you know, we look at uh. At those Deontay and Claypool, and I think he's just someone who uh, is going to be overlooked. Uh, but another cheap, real overlooked player is James White. Four point four K. 
on DraftKings, 6K, the, the lowest you can get on DraftStars. Have, have we forgot that he exists? He is a pass catching king. We're when talking it comes about a full PPR Brady. scoring format, and we're we're putting James White on the basement level price. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. With a rookie no quarterback sense. who's going to need some, probably going to need all three downs more often than yeah. not. James White is a great play on draft stars. No. Aussie players get on board James White. I feel I have to, but hey, four and a half or four point four k on DK. That's pretty cheap as well. Yeah. That's pretty cheap as well. So he's, yeah, 100% he's got value. Yeah. If we're going to see, like there, there's been nothing, nothing said or shown in that Patriots offense that says that anybody but James White is going to be the pass catcher yeah. in the backfield. Yeah. There's been no, no sign of that. Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson yeah. are very similar. Yeah. Like we're not going to see Ramondre Stevenson come in for that. Damien Harris is not going to pass many ca- catch many passes. <laughs> so... James White is is that. Yeah, so I, 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 I love it. Yeah. Johnny f- Smith and Hunter Henry, mind you, are the the exceptions of sure. the, the, they, the potential they, impacts yep, on that. that. That could impact that for sure. But I think, hey, if I'm wrong on 6K, like what do I need from 6K on draft stars? I need, what, eight points and I'm sort of happy. Like oh, he, he basically gives gives me the option to get the players I want elsewhere. Um, if he gives me four catches for 50 yards, yep. hey, I'll take Brilliant. that. Absolutely. Um, so no, I'm 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 fine with that. No, I like that a lot. That's a good pickup. Oh, it's been a good hour of me <laughs> us talking football we're and talking Thursday night one. tonight, or what are we doing? Look, Boss. people who are listening to this are probably watching it as they listen to this. Yeah. So anything we say now is probably irrelevant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> enjoy Thursday night. That's yeah, all I can yeah. say, guys. Oh, just I enjoy the fact. Oh, it's going to be not, fantastic. So. I, I'm just going. I'm thinking. What do I set my classes tomorrow to be able to <laughs> let them just shut up, let me alone, leave me alone while I watch some football on the laptop while they're working? That's um, a, exactly what I'm thinking. Obviously, and I'm a professional, and I wouldn't actually do that. So, anyone listening, all, um, but I'm you know, engaged oh. teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Yeah, fantastic, guys. It's going to be great. Enjoy that. Enjoy the weekend. Stay uh, in touch. Make sure that you're on Twitter and following yes. other uh, sites, like if you're fantasy footballers or PFF, yep. or there's plenty of stuff out there for DFS. And if you want to so chat make with sure us, you're on the ball. if you want to chat with us about lineups and you know throw ideas uh, back and forth, jump on our Patreon. We're going to set up our Discord. We're going to enable yep. us. You know, I'd love to. My vision, Rowan, is to build a nice little DFS NFL community, uh, maybe AFL as well, so that's what you're into, but I'm not. Um, but, you know, a nice little community where we actually just chat, throw ideas, screenshots coming back and forth, and uh, getting a group together that just wins and uh, has fun in the in the, in the the um, process. So I'd love to just build that. So get on Patreon. It's two bucks a month. Like, come on, guys. That's it. That's it. So do it. Do that. Guys. Have a great week one. Yes. We are so excited. (laughs) Can't wait to talk to you next week and all about the things that we experience, the highs, the lows, everything in between. So have a great week, Arch. We'll catch you on the next time. See you later. Bye.